Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment for this week. Our breathing is a stable, solid ground that we can take refuge in. No matter what is going on inside us, thoughts, emotions, or perceptions, our breathing is always with us, like a faithful friend. Whenever we're carried away by our thinking, when we're overwhelmed by strong emotions, or when our minds are restless and dispersed, we can return to our breathing. Thich Nhat Hanh. There is one way of breathing that is shameful and constricted. Then there's another way, a breath of love that takes you all the way to infinity. Rumi. When I feel the breath in my, breath in my nostrils, I know that awareness is, and I am that. J. Krishnamurti. Last week, we practiced counting the breath as a way to train custody of the attention. To be conscious of the breath is to be conscious of being, conscious of consciousness itself. And that essential awareness of existence, the mystics tell us, is bliss, the joy of intelligence knowing itself. Now, I came to this idea of bliss because in Sanskrit, which is the great spiritual language of the world, there are three terms that represent the brink the jumping-off place to the ocean of transcendence, sat-chit-ananda. The word sat means being, chit means consciousness, ananda means bliss or rapture. I thought, I don't know whether my consciousness is, consciousness is proper consciousness or not. I don't know whether what I know of my being is my proper being or not, but I do know where my rapture is. So let me hang on to rapture, and that will bring me both my consciousness and my being. I think it, I think it worked. Joseph Campbell. Bliss, rapture, ecstasy, joy might seem a distant goal to many of us struggling with the daily onslaught of egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate, although maybe not for those of us participating in this retreat. The veils do part to offer us glimpses of happiness or moments of sparkling delight, but to but to abide in a permanent state of gladness while deeply desired may not be achievable. The desire for this state is the biggest obstacle to attaining it. In the words of Nisargadatta Maharaj, awareness is ever there, it need not be realized. Open the shutter of the mind and it will be flooded with light. The practice then is not to achieve bliss, but to be it, and the breath is the key. So this week, we continue practicing counting the breath to train the attention, but with an additional instruction. Notice joy. Notice joy before you begin again at one at the end of each cycle of counting. Notice joy before you begin again at one after realizing you've not been counting. Notice joy before you begin again at one after realizing you've lost the thread of counting. Note, you're not, asked to be, you're not being asked to be joyful to have a specific feeling of happiness, to look for what makes you joyful, or to be aware of not feeling joyful. This is an assignment of attention. The instruction is simply to notice joy, to be aware of joy as you count. As always, record and listen. Thank you, Ashwini. And before we uh, invite the first caller on, I have a couple of requests from people. We've fallen into some habits that uh, are, are actually not in keeping with our practice. And uh, so I'm going to ask that people 
if, if you struggle with the guidance not to go in this direction, you can certainly ask me about it. Uh, one of them is that sort of thing, and the other is just kind of a, a habit that I think people have fallen into. So I'll go with that one first. It's coming on and saying, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> it's not necessary. If we can't hear you, we'll say we can't hear you. Um, and the second one is a habit of, say, of greeting Sangha. Um, that's just not uh, how we do it in a privileged environment. That's bringing a level of personality into it that really is unnecessary, not helpful to anybody. So, if, again, as always, if that is not uh, clear in any way, you can check it out with us. All right, I'm ready. Thanks. Here we go. Here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Well, it looks like they're probably muted. Sherry, hang on. First caller? Looks like they're multitasking. (laughs) Yeah, all right. Next caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Jill in Philadelphia. Hey, Jill. What are you doing? Well, I was just practicing with this, and I, I'm just coming off of a month-long uh, embedded with my family, embedded with other families, and now I'm back <laughs> in my solitary um, life. Both are... A con- month. I know. I know. It's crazy. Goodness. I know. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say, it was funny, I was talking to someone this morning and I started to say something about it that was more in line with what Ego thought of the experience, but I have to say, it really just was wonderful, the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, and when I was just practicing with this assignment, and I love coming on the call, uh, you know, early enough to hear the entire, when you read the entire um, assignment it's just it's just such a wonderful um, experience and that for me um, I don't know if it's because I've been away but the, the the joy was just in you know feeling my hands on my legs or um, yeah I, I just just some uh, interaction that my body is having with the um, with the, my environment, it just felt com- completely joyful, and um, yeah, I, I'm I was really just astounded and struck by that. Uh, how, um, yeah, just how much how joyous it felt to me um, right now. And I'm not sure if it's because I was have been away and um, you know a lot of activity, and now I'm, I'm by myself. But anyway, well, if I if I were to ask you if does it feel as if it might be a case of being here? Oh, absolutely. 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 And does it seem that part of your enjoyment of of the last month was a greater sense of here than perhaps you might have had at another time? Well, absolutely. I mean, it's astounding that this retreat is unfolding in the way that it is because <laughs> all of these people that I can just silently reflect or, um, you know, actually reflect, you know, all of this instruction has just 
I mean, I it couldn't have unfolded uh, in a way that was uh, better better for me. But um, and now even this assignment, you know, I'm back in my um, house and able to just and actually the first sensation I had was just hearing, just because there's not a lot of of noise in my house right now. There's the fan and just the silence and then the fan. I I mean, I know I this could sound loony, but it really was exquisite. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, it and, might sound um, loony to a lot of people, but certainly <laughs> not to me. And I, I project not to most people on this call. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I, I just wanted to underline that, Jill, because uh, to me that's one of the, the, uh, the wonderful moments is, is realizing the tangible <laughs> uh, results of the practice that we do. Mm-hmm. That to to be in situations that at another you know probably pre practice might have been stressful, mm-hmm. difficult, mm-hmm. and 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 not to have that experience. In fact, to enjoy all of it because you have the practice to to bring to the situation that enables you to enjoy all of it, and mm-hmm. then to come back to a place that is is quiet and and where there's there's nothing going on there's no distraction then it, everything just drops into an even deeper level of your awareness mm. of the practice mm. yeah that that sounds exactly like what happened <laughs> yeah um, yeah and, yeah. and, uh, and it's, it's great it's why it's why we don't see anything as a mistake before practice, uh, or perhaps at another time in practice, that would feel being with people who are not particularly uh, practicing awareness. I'm going to project for a mm-hmm. month would would challenge a person's ability to stay conscious and present, mm-hmm. right? And and uh, being in a place where there's nothing going on except a fan would challenge people's ability mm-hmm. to stay present and to practice, right? But once practice sets in and we love practicing in whatever situation, then we can really appreciate the gifts in what's very busy and active and what's, what, when there's absolutely nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It really feels like, a, yeah, just a manifestation of... Um, practicing living in New York City for so long, perhaps. <laughs> That's really trained me on that, um, going from uh, one extreme to the other. Um, yeah. But, um, and yeah. appreciating it. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and I have to say, you know, like you said, these people, they're not awareness practitioners. It's, you know, there's a lot of um, lifestyle stuff that I was like, oof, well, um, okay. you know, that, that would not be my choice, but okay, yeah, like, really, yeah. Not, well, not, okay. uh, yeah, not a problem, and, um, and boy, that really made a Wonderful. huge difference, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank to you be so here. much, Jill. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Great to be here. Happy to be here. <laughs> Happy huh? to be yeah. here. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jill. Thanks. Thanks, Jill.
Here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Rob in Minnesota. Hey, Rob. Um, I am... Uh, I'm, I want to start by sharing that um, the things that people have been describing in this first week of the uh, counting the breaths in the world practice, um, relaxation, coming to presence, all of those things, um, I feel many, many times a day and recently through doorway practice in particular. Um, but counting the breath has always been um, problematic for me. Uh, and it started even before this practice, my Tai Chi meditation practice is also counting one to ten. And what would happen is that it rapidly would develop into sort of being self-conscious in the negative way and then into a panic attack. And it uh-huh. could trigger a panic attack in like 30 seconds. So years and years of steady work, um, I found ways to <clears throat> take the instruction to count the breath and sort of in my own, <clears throat> in my own terms, be, translate that into full body awareness, full body breathing. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, what happens is that my awareness just collapses into just anxiety about breathing and I don't have enough air. And then my, you know, my chest gets tight and it's like, see, there's proof, you don't have enough air. Um, but so for years in, in our practice, it, it hasn't been a problem. And every single time I sit in meditation, I have to go through this little transition moment, first, first aid moment of like, don't go mm-hmm. onto the on-ramp to panic, but do this broader awareness and then, and then things are fine. So as last week started, I went, oh, this is fine. I know how to do this. I'll translate out into the world. So I was on a walk and um, so I dropped in, let's count the breath. And the next thing I knew, I was standing by the side of the path, gasping for breath with my hand on my chest, and everything had kind of collapsed again. And so conditioning is kind of using this to try to tell its favorite story, which is, oh, you're back to square one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been, it's been kind of difficult, and I've been trying to connect those dots between you know, this many, many times a day coming to presence, delight, joy, uh, and then having conditioning kind of plunge me back into this uh, fear of these panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Rob, there's so much in what you say that's dropping in. The, the first thing that dropped in for me is the level of commitment to practicing because there's the the openness to the guidance and the willingness to uh, follow the guidance at what whatever the cost of of whatever the conditioning because you're not you're not practicing to feel good you're practicing to be free yeah 
And this is a place where you're not free. This is a place where count, the counting the breath has been associated with constriction, collapsed awareness, a feeling of physical, physical uh, sensations that, would, that are meant to, to not face, that are not meant to be faced and gone through. And so the training right. for years and years and years is, I'm going to receive the instruction. I'm not going to listen to the conversation that says, quit, but be, be in the place of how do I make this work with curiosity? And mm-hmm. I project, having survived so many panic places, the, uh, what develops is a sense of, okay, that could happen, and it's not going to make me collapse into uh, whatever the implication of that is. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm yeah. practicing awareness so that I will always be blissfully ecstatic, although, you know, that might be the corollary <laughs> that develops. Yeah. But that place of, okay, I count the breath. Yeah, I know that that could produce a panic attack. I have the tools. I have worked with how to make that movement in every sit through that tiny portal of the arm ramp and not go down that road. That's great, and if that happens, I can stand beside the road with my hand on my chest and come back here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so, Thank uh, you. Yeah. I mean, there's just such a brilliant demonstration of what practice, what the, the practical application of practice that Sherry was just referring to. I can get here no matter what, not I can get here only if. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that is really encouraging. And I, I kind of, I mean, the mentor's been pretty clear. Um, it's like, well, you know, the, there's, been, there's been every temptation to say, oh, can I substitute something else for counsel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's yeah. a million other things that work. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, but I've also been aware that it's like, yeah, the this is something that I'm afraid of that I can learn to be not afraid of. That that's, and that really is helpful to hear you frame it that way. And yeah. that way it's like, yeah, because I know, honestly, then the moments later the joy comes back when I walk through a doorway. So it's like it is just yeah. this particular rewiring with love and patience and, and willingness, like rewiring this. Uh, but you've given me this kind of little taste of how how exciting that um, that work will be, or that play, or that well, and, releasing and well, that I think, fear. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I love what you just said. It's rewiring with love and patience. It's not a contest. Right? It's not the, mm-hmm. that, 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 that nature of, okay, well, I have to get past this, or I've got to avoid it, right? Which are the two, uh, or you've got to have already done it, you have to get past it, or I have to get through it with that grim determination, which makes mm-hmm. any encounter with what we fear or what we have to face such an, uh, such an ordeal, right? But to have mm-hmm. a mentor go, it's fine, you know, we can do it, it with love, with patience. It's not a contest. 
Maybe you get to one, and then you come back to the doorway, and you feel joy, and then maybe you get to one, two. Or maybe you count every time you feel joy after you go through a doorway. We, we can work with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, contest. that's helpful. That's helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, that's, that I yeah. know what works. I know how I can move into full body awareness and to an experience of presence and joy from which the count is an invitation, not, an, uh, not a, you know, a red flag to the bull to go into conditioned health. Yes, that's great. That's great because, yes, I've done that with other things as well where things that are kind of triggers for, for various things. It's like I'm – we say that – you say that all the time in practice, you and Sherry. It's like when conditioning says X, then you do just the opposite or you, you know, use that as your cue to do this other thing. And, yeah, I, it's helped – your reflection is helping me see that, yes, I've, I've learned how to do that in sitting – and it really is just a matter of bringing that into other situations. And, and uh, right. yeah, it's not a well, condition that okay. wants to make this the one exceptional thing. It's like, yeah, your practice right. is great, except for this one thing. I can still yes, do Yes, well, not to mention, you're, I mean, in, in the ways that we're talking about it, conscious, conscious, being conscious of consciousness itself or being aware of the life force and its nakedness, right? If that produces mm-hmm. panic, Ultimately, on a spiritual level, you want to you want to be able to be with life in that level of uh, uh, nakedness, within quotes, right? And not, mm-hmm. not, you know, just completely vulnerable to it, yeah. and not not yeah. be afraid. Yeah, it's very existential, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And again, there's so many other situations, hundreds, thousands of other situations where that doesn't happen, and I and I mm-hmm. can kind of rest in that open enjoyment of, of life. Uh, so it's just a matter of extending that to this also. Yes, precisely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Rob. Okay, we have our next caller here. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Lori calling from Asheville. Hello? Lori, oh, hang on sorry. a second. I don't know if yeah, we no, lost no. Sherry. Oh, we lost Sherry. Okay. Hang on a second. Okay. Sherry? Yeah, I, I was muted. And I wasn't oh. muted. I was muted on the program. So the program... Oh. Oh. I'll, Okay. <laughs> Sorry about I, that. Are we good? Oh, that's all right. Yes. Lori. Hi. Hi, hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what, what I am just so um, excited about and kind of in the mystery of this noticing joy um, from when I first read it in the Musings article and, and then on, on this assignment, and it's just been kind of like drifting around or something, but today when I was, I was walking and doing some recording, and then I, I realized, gosh, what happens if I just, you know, keep pausing and notice joy? And I don't know what that means. And, and that's good, because if I know what it means, if there's some conditioned idea about it, then it kind of is beside the point, it seems to me. So that's what I've been saying. Is I don't know what even that means. And here I am. I'm noticing what's being here. And, and, 
like right now I'm sitting outside and there's so much that's in, that I can hear and see and literally feel. And then Lori, without even, yeah. Well, you're, you're just, yeah. you're just pointing us in exactly the direction. Uh, uh-huh. it, you're having the spiritual experience, right? Because what, what, you just, what you just described is you're not thinking about that. It just occurs to you. It just drops in. Right? Yes. I, 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 don't, know what that, I don't know what that is. It just occurs to me. Well, what if I just paused? What, what if I just stopped and noticed? <laughs> and because you're there... Because you're present, you, you you receive that guidance, uh-huh. which is which is what it is. I mean, it's telling you how to do this, Lori. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you, yes. you not not just you, because you're you're a smart chick, but nobody would think of that kind of thing. It's guidance, and it's guidance from the intelligence that you are. And because you're here, when that guidance comes to you, you hear it. You don't, you don't let ego reject it. You don't look to conditioned mind to see whether that's legit or bogus, right? You, you're in yeah. a place of, oh, ah, yeah. and yeah. you follow it, and you're yeah. in magic land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and 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 so with the breath, and then I would I would breathe, and I was recording, and so I breathe, and then I'd say hey, nose joy, and that's all. It just you know that whole thing of here's here's the uh, invitation, and then that's all there has to be. It doesn't have to be okay. Well, uh, what are you noticing? You know, and all like that. So it, that's right. It's more, it, it goes. So, it's, it's such a subtle um, invitation and experience. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and uh-huh. we have to know how to direct the attention, right? Because that's what you're describing. You're there in expanded awareness. You can see that the temptation would be there to go with ego saying, well, now, is that really joy? And what does that feel like? And what is your experience of that? And how do you know that that's joy? And are you as joyful as you were that other time when <laughs> I'm, not sure that, uh, I'm not sure that I'm, right? That whole conversation that we all know so well, Right? Uh-huh. But you're there in expanded awareness. The guidance drops in. You receive the guidance. You realize the subtleties that you're being asked to participate in. So you're going to just stay here. It drops in. Joy. You don't think about it. You don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Just stay with mm-hmm. it and let that same intelligence guide you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That that's exactly how how it has been um, experienced, and 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 I notice also that after I mean when I'm practicing that, then the other thing that comes is, thank you, I love you. Yes. It's, it's just all sort of goes together. It's not like separate. It just it's all that. goes together, and there's yeah. no conversation about, well, who are you thanking, and for what, <laughs> and doesn't doesn't that just make you a separate self who's thanking something that is separate. We're just not doing, we're not having that conversation. We're not, in fact, having any conversation. Now, sometimes we will. Sometimes uh-huh. we will because we won't be that present. The guidance will drop in. We'll fall for some ego scam. We'll go off, but we'll see it. Yeah. We'll learn something. 
or recognize it. Yeah. Well, it's it's like that again. It's like learning without there being a story about what the, what's being learned, and so it's it's experiencing fact. Yeah, it's direct yeah. experience. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah. How fun! Wow. All this and cardinals too. You're a lucky well, woman. Well, so many, so many birds. <laughs> you can probably hear some. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Lori. Go happy. Right. Go happy. Yes. Thanks, Laurie. O'Shea, I wish we could squeeze in another caller. We've got about two minutes. Shall I give it well, a shot? It, it, no, no, no. I, because uh, when I was muted, I, I was I was frantically trying to, well, you know, frantic because I get excitedly attempting to uh, speak to that conversation that you and Rob had, um, because that was so. Uh, again, all, all these conversations have been powerful. I guess they always are, aren't they? Um, the thing that struck me about that is for us to recognize how powerful ego is. Not to take it personally, but really to recognize. And this is where I want to tell the story that most people have heard, but just in case or in case you've forgotten. It was the monk who had such a bad back. He was just terrified that his back was going to go out and he was going to be permanently crippled. He got so terrified, in fact, that he decided that he really did need to give up being a monk and leave the monastery and be where he could, could uh, take really good care of himself in case he wound up crippled. Okay? And so he packed up all his earthly possessions and he drove up to the monastery gate and he opened the monastery gate and he drove out. And went, as soon as he got to the other side, he bent down to fasten the latch and he realized his back didn't hurt. Okay? Now, what he reported was actually his back never hurt like that again. Of course, I've laughed every time I've told that story and said, now he reported that, but he didn't say, so I think I'll come back. <laughs> Since I can see that that whole thing was an ego scam, I think I'll come back and practice monastically. He did not say that. But at least he did uh, report that he saw, he got, that it was all happening in his mind. Now, that's the kind of thing that we think is happening in the body, that making that connection, that it's actually all ego, making it happen in the mind and the body reacting in conditioned ways can, can open a, a kind of a broad pathway for us to um, re- re- it, it, eliminate its some of its power over us mm-hmm. yeah it's the it's the ability to make us afraid yes it's exactly ability to make us afraid yeah that's because right and it can uh, produce physical symptoms it, it mm-hmm. absolutely can medical science knows that yeah yeah all right well thank you so much thank you sherry thank you everybody thanks everybody go happy, go happy.